As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. Nehemiah chapter 12 and 13. These were the priests and Levites who returned with Zerubbabel, son of Shedatel, with Joshua, Sariah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Maluk, Hattush, Shechaniah, Reum, Merimoth, Ido, Ginnithon, Abjiah, Mijamin, Mediah, Bilgah, Shemiah, Jorib, Jeodiah, Salah, Amok, Hilkah, and Jediah. These were the leaders of the priests and their associates in the days of Joshua. The Levites were Jeshua, Binuai, Kadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and also Mataniah, who, together with his associates, was in charge of the songs of thanksgiving. Bakbukiah and Uni, their associates, stood opposite them in the services. Joshua was the father of Joachim, Joachim the father of Eshabib, and Eshabib the father of Joadiah, Joadiah the father of Jonathan, and Jonathan the father of Jadua. In the days of Joachim, these were the heads of the priestly families. Of Sarai's family, Mariah. Of Jeremiah's, Hananiah. Of Ezra's, Meshullam. Of Amariah's, Jehonahan. Of Malak's, Jonathan. Of Shechaniah, Joseph, of Harams, Adna, of Merimoth's, Helakai, of Ido, Zechariah, of Jinathon, Meshalem, of Abcha, Ziri, of Minamins, End of Mothadiah, Pilatai, of Bilga, Shamua, of Shemiah, Jehonathan, of Jeriab, Matanai, of Jedediah, Uzi, of Salus, Kalai, of Amok's, Eber, of Hilakiah, Hashabiah, of Jedediah's, Nathaniel. The family heads of the Levites in the days of Elishaib, Jehiadiah, Johananan, and Jadadah, as well as those of the priests, were recorded in the Darius of the Persian. The family heads among the descendants of Levi up to the time of Johan, son of Eshaliabib, were recorded in the Book of the Annals. And the leader of the Levites were Hashabiah, Sherebiah, Jeshua, son of Kadamel, and their associates who stood opposite them to give praise and thanksgiving, one section responding to the other, prescribed by David the man of God. Mataniah, Batbakiah, Abdiah, Meshalem, Talmon and Akub were gatekeepers who guarded the storerooms at the gates. They served in the days of Jechiam, son of Joshua, the son of Jodak, and in the days of Nehemiah, the governor and Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, the Levites were sought out from where they lived and were brought to Jerusalem to celebrate joyfully the dedication with songs of thanksgiving and with the music of cymbals, harps and lyres. The musicians were also brought together from the region around Jerusalem, from the villages of the Nethamphites, from Beth Giglil, from the area of Jeba and Amsmeth, for the musicians had built villages for themselves around Jerusalem. 
When the priests and Levites had purified themselves ceremonially, they purified the people, the gates and the wall. I had the leaders of Judah go up to the top of the wall. I also assigned two large choirs to give thanks. One was to proceed on the top of the wall to the right toward the dung gate. Hushaniah and half of the leaders of Judah followed them, along with Azariah, Ezra, Meshullam, Judah, Benjamin, Shehemiah, Jeremiah, as well as some of the priests with trumpets, and also Zechariah, son of Jonathan, the son of Shehemiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Meachai, the son of Zachar, the son of Asaph, and his associates, Shehemiah, Azarel, Melali, Jelali, Mai, Nathaniel, Judah, and Hanani with musical instruments prescribed by David, the man of God. Ezra, the teacher of the law, led the procession. At the fountain gate, they continued directly up the steps of the city of David on the ascent to the wall and passed above the site of David's palace to the water gate on the east. The second choir proceeded in the opposite direction. I followed them on top of the wall together with half the people past the tower of the ovens to the broad wall over the gate of Ephraim and Jeshanah gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel and the tower of the hundred as far as the sheep gate. At the gate of the guard they stopped. The two choirs that I gave thanks then took their places in the house of God. So did I together with half the officials as well as the priests. Eliakim, Masaieh, Minanin, Mikai, Elaniah, Zechariah and Hananiah with their trumpets, and also Messiah, Shehemiah, Elzer, Uzi, Jehonahan, Melchijah, Elam and Azer. The choir sang under the direction of Jehorahiah, and on that day they offered sacrifices, rejoicing because God had given them great joy. The women and children also rejoiced. The sound of rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard far away. At that time, men were appointed to be in charge of the storerooms for the contributions, first fruits and tithes. From the fields around the towns, they were to bring into the storerooms the portions required by the law for the priests and for the Levites, for Judah was pleased with the ministering priests and Levites. They performed the service of their God and the service of purification, as did also the musicians and gatekeepers, according to the commands of David and his son Solomon. For long ago, in the days of David and Asva, there had been directors for the musicians and for the songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. So in the days of Zerubbabel and of Nehemiah, all Israel contributed the daily portions for the musicians and the gatekeepers. They also set aside the portion for the other Levites, and the Levites set aside to the portions for the descendants of Aaron. On that day, the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people, and there it was found written that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever be admitted into the assembly of God, because they had not met the Israelites with food and watered, but had hired Balaam to call a curse down on them. On God, however, turned the curse into a blessing. When the people heard this law, they excluded from Israel all who were foreign descent. Before this, Elishib, the priest, had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was closely associated with Tobiah, and he had provided him with a large room formerly used to store the grain offerings and incense and temple articles, and also the tithes of grain, new wine and olive oil prescribed for the Levites, musicians and gatekeepers, as well as the contribution for the priests. But while all this was going on, I was not in Jerusalem, for in the 32nd year of Arxaterses, king of Babylon, I had returned to the king. Sometime later, I asked his permission and came back to Jerusalem. Here I learned about the evil thing Elishibib had done, providing Tobiah a room in the courts of the house of God. 
I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobias' household goods out of the room. I gave orders to purify the rooms and then I put back them in the equipment of the house of God with the grain offerings and the incense. I also learned that the portions assigned to the Levites had not been given to them and that all the Levites and the musicians responsible for the service had gone back to their own fields. So I rebuked the officials and asked them, Why is the house of God neglected? Then I called them together and stationed them at their posts. All Judah brought their tithes of grain, new wine and olive oil into the storerooms. I put Shelemiah, the priest Zadok, the scribe and the Levite named Padiah in charge of the storerooms and made Hanan, son of Zakur, the son of Mataniah, their assistant because they were considered trustworthy. They were made responsible for distributing the supplies to their fellow Levites. Remember me for this, my God, and do not blot out what I have so faithfully done for the house of my God and its services. In those days I saw people in Judah treading wine presses on the Sabbath and bringing in grain and loading it on donkeys together with wine, grapes, figs and all other kinds of loads. And they were bringing all this into Jerusalem on the Sabbath. Therefore I warned them against selling food on that day. People from Tyre who lived in Jerusalem were bringing in fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them in Jerusalem on the Sabbath to the people of Judah. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, What is this wicked thing you are doing, desecrating the Sabbath day? Didn't your ancestors do the same thing, so that our God brought up all this calamity on us and on this city? Now you are stirring up more wrath against Israel by desecrating the Sabbath. When evening shadows fell on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be shut and not opened until the Sabbath was over. I stationed some of my own men at the gates so that no load could be brought in on the Sabbath day. Once or twice the merchants and sellers of all kinds of goods spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will arrest you. From that time on they no longer came on the Sabbath. Then I commanded the Levites to purify themselves and go and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember me for this also, my God, and show mercy to me according to your great love. Moreover, in those days I saw men of Judah who had married women from Ashod, Ammon and Moab. Half their children spoke the language of Ashod or the language of one of the other peoples, and I did not know how to speak the language of Judah. I rebuked them and called curses down on them. I beat some of the men and pulled out their hair. I made them take an oath in God's name and said, You are not to give your daughters in marriage to their sons, nor are you to take their daughters in marriage for your sons or for yourselves. Was it not because of marriages like this that Solomon, the king of Israel, sinned? Among the many nations there was no king like him. He was loved by God, and God made him king over all Israel. But even he was led into sin by foreign women. Must we now hear that you are too young doing all this terrible wickedness and being so unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Jeodiah, son of Elishib, the high priest, was son-in-law to Sanballat the Horonite, and I drove him away from me. Remember them, my God, because they defiled the priestly office and so the covenant of the priesthood and of the Levites. So I purified the priests and the Levites of everything foreign, and I assigned them duties, each to his own task. I also made provision for contributions of wood at designated times and for the first fruits. Remember me with favour, my God.
Acts chapter 24 Five days later, the high priest Ananias went down to Caesarea with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus, and they brought their charges against Paul before the governor. When Paul was called in, Tertullus presented his case before Felix. We have enjoyed a long period of peace under you, and your foresight has brought about reforms in this nation. Everywhere and in every way, most excellent Felix, we acknowledge this with profound gratitude. But in order not to weary you further, I would request that you be kind enough to hear us briefly. We have found this man to be a troublemaker, stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the Nazarene sect, and even tried to desecrate the temple. So we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to learn the truth about all these charges we are bringing against him. The other Jews joined in the accusation, asserting that these things were true. When the governor motioned for him to speak, Paul replied, I know that for a number of years you have been a judge over this nation, so I gladly make my defence. You can easily verify that no more than twelve days ago I went up to Jerusalem to worship. My accusers did not find me arguing with anyone at the temple or stirring up a crowd in the synagogues or anywhere else in the city, and they cannot prove to you the charges they are now making against me. However, I admit that I worship the God of our ancestors as a follower of the way, which they call a sect. I believe everything that is in accordance with the law and that is written in the prophets, and I have the same hope in God as these men themselves have, that there will be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. So I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. After an absence of several years, I came to Jerusalem to bring my people gifts for the poor and to present offerings. I was ceremonially clean when they found me in the temple courts doing this. There was no crowd with me, nor was I involved in any disturbance. But there are some Jews from the province of Asia who ought to be here before you and bring charges if they have anything against me. All these who are here should state what crime they found in me when I stood before the Sanhedrin. Unless it was this one thing, I shouted as I stood in their presence. It is concerning the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you today. Then Felix, who was well acquainted with the way, adjourned the proceedings. When Lysias, the commander, comes, he said, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion to keep Paul under guard, but to give him some freedom and permit his friends to take care of his needs. Several days later, Felix came with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish. He sent for Paul and listened to him as he spoke about faith in Christ Jesus. As Paul talked about righteousness, self-control and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and said, That's enough for now, you may leave. When I find it convenient, I will send for you. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him a bribe, so he sent for him frequently and talked with him. When two years had passed, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, but because Felix wanted to grant a favour to the Jews, he left Paul in prison. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.